This podcast was produced on the lands of the Wurundjeri and Wadawurrung people, and we pay our respects to their elders past and present. This is Ingredipedia Bites, a super speedy Q&A with some of our favourite foodie friends and inspirations. We'll ask some rapid fire questions and the answers will give you a little peek into their kitchens, snack drawers and eating habits. Today our guest is Karina Serex, the sweet tooth genius behind Sunday School Ice Creamery, which supplies ice cream to some of Melbourne's best restaurants. She was also behind Tuck Shop Takeaway, my favourite Melbourne burger shop, now sadly closed, so she can focus on the ice cream, which is also amazing. Side note, she's also been a pastry chef at The Fat Duck. Hello, Karina. So, Karina, what was the last thing you ate? Um, I'm a big afternoon tea person, so the last thing I would have eaten would have been a couple of hours ago after I picked my little one up from school, uh, an Earl Grey tea. And I munched on a cookie that I'm trying out at work, which was a oatmeal, raisin and cinnamon cookie. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to use up the oat. I call it oat sludge, but that's probably not the nicest word to use for it. But I'm doing a lot of vegan ice cream at the moment. So I'm making my own oat milk and I've got um, heaps of the, once I blend the oats and the, and the water together and pass it for the for the oat milk, I've got the, the sludge left over and I'm throwing so much out. I'm like, I don't want to be doing that. So I made a cookie out of it yesterday. I was pretty successful. So I had a few of those in the container. So I had one of those in my cup of tea. Yeah, nice. Um, and what about, I'm keen to know the best thing in your freezer. <laughs> am, am I allowed to say my own ice cream? <laughs> I thought because you might say that. If I didn't say that, it would be like a packet of frozen peas or like <laughs> a squid, like a squid tube that I put in there like six months ago, wanting to slice it thinly to put through pasta and forgot about it. And that's not that doesn't hold a candle to really yummy ice cream. So I'm gonna have to be, yeah, a little bit biased there and say my own ice cream, because there's always at least four or six tubs in the freezer. What is your choice of chip packet that would be cheese and onion like old school cheese and onion like none of the fancy stuff that is out at the moment like you know um parmigiano reggiano with caramelized (laughs) onions i'm talking smith's crinkle cut cheese and onion nasty 80s bad stuff it's a nostalgic thing cheese and onion for sure and what about your choice of chocolate do you remember the um the Vegemite and caramel chocolate that Cadbury did a few years ago. It was yeah, like so yeah. controversial. Like people were just like, what is this? That's disgusting. Yeah. And people were like, no, nah, like, I've got to give it a try. Like, of course I gave it a try. It was interesting. I wouldn't sit down and eat a block of it, but I made ice cream out of it. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, what about your favourite lolly then? Probably a fantail. Equally as much for the lolly as the trivia, obviously, yeah. like everybody. Um, yeah, good old fan tale at the cinema and then, yeah, trying to read the trivia in the dark or keeping them to read when you had the light, I suppose. And then when yeah. they were cut in half and you were like, you were reading it and you'd get to like the end and there'd be the last line. And you'd be like, oh, my God, I need the information. I think I know who it is, but I need that last line. You're like, God, the machine's cut off too early. Always fun. Always heaps of fun. And did you guys do a fan tales milkshake back in the day? Yeah, yeah, we did right through to the end. Yeah, it was one of our. It was on on the, at the beginning at Tuck Shop, and it was there on yeah. the very last day. Salted salted fantail. So all the milkshakes we did were a riff on 
from, you know, vanilla, caramel, strawberry and chocolate, but we did them um, sort of with our with the twist our way and the um, caramel version that we did was um, instead of a caramel, instead of a salted caramel, we took it to the next level and did salted fantail. And what about your favourite pizza topping? I'm a sucker for a potato pizza, um, probably, you know, your typical sort of potato, stinky cheese and rosemary. Okay, your most used condiment? I'd say kewpie mayonnaise. Um, use it a lot. It's yes. um, versatile in, you know, you're either putting it on your BLT for lunch, I put it through tuna to make like, like a tuna mayo sandwich or tuna melt, um, make heaps of salad dressings with it. I'm a bit of a creamy salad dressing person. Um, yeah, we've always got a bottle in our in our fridge and we, we use it heaps. Um, and I won't, I don't know, like I won't go any other mayo, you know, anytime if you go to the supermarket, and I did go a couple of months ago and, you know, the shelves of QP were empty. I'm like, oh, Jesus, I've got no koopies. So I had to, you know, go for just a, a jar. And I was just like, oh, this is this is no good. There's, there's not got the magic of the koopie in there. It doesn't have the, probably the MSG, yeah. um, I would say. But, um, you know, we're down with it. We're down with the MSG. That's been debunked. We're all good with it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, definitely koopie mayonnaise. So what's your, you mentioned ice cream before and how you can't pick a favourite of your own ice cream. But what about in general, including if you just went to a standard ice cream shop, what are you going to get? Um, my favourite combination is I'll get like I'll get two scoops, and one of my favourite combinations to get is chocolate and a sorbet. So either raspberry or passion fruit or mango, because those two flavours together are just bomb. Um, the the tang of the citrus or you know if you're getting you know passion fruit or whatever and then like the creaminess of the chocolate it is such a good combination for me when you're getting a double scoop of something they have to be complementary like you can't get two flavors that don't go together because you're invariably going to get a mouthful of both of them at the same time it's like kind of like food touching I don't know like you know you can't have food touching if if your ice cream balls are touching they've got to go well together so they've definitely got to be complementary. And for me, I love, yeah, a scoop of dark chocolate ice cream and then like a tangy sorbet, even like lemon. Lemon, blood orange, passion fruit would be a favourite um, or raspberry or something like that. Yeah. Okay, what about your go-to toast topping? Baker blue sourdough with lashings of butter, honey and a sprinkling of sea salt. And when you've got the sourdough, and like you've got a really good sourdough that's got the the pockets in it, like the air bubbles. So you've got mm. all the divots. And when you put the butter on there, it melts, and they're like little golden pools. And like it sort of goes through the sourdough, and it ends up on your plate. And you're like, oh yeah, because you've put like you know like butt tons of butter on there because that's what you do. And then you know you slather your honey all over. It. And then I always always put a pinch of sea salt with honey, even when I make the kids sandwiches. Like they're down with it now. So my my son will be like honey sandwich for lunch and I'll be making it be like don't forget the sprinkle of sea salt and I'm like Hendrix I don't ever do honey without sea salt like you know, <laughs> so these kids taking honey and sea salt sandwiches to school so, good. so that that's how I'm over it <laughs> <laughs> and what about your favorite pancake topping this is something that we Clinton and I used to have at a cafe when we lived on the Sunshine Coast and I whip it up for us a lot for nostalgic sake and it's um pancakes with honeycomb butter so soften butter into a mixer or, you know, just a bowl with your, your beaters and a crunchy or um, violet crumble broken up. And then you put that to the butter and just, you know, beat the shit out of it, um, whip it up so it's nice and fluffy and you put that onto your, onto your pancakes 
and just let it melt and then I have like you know a ratio of like you know would you like some pancake with your butter type stuff <laughs> um and yeah that's probably my favorite it has to be salted butter um, if it wasn't salted for some reason, I'd put a pinch of salt in there. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a bit of a theme. Enough. And so there's a bit of chocolate in it too from like the crunchy or violet crumble? Not too much and that's okay. the thing like there's no this isn't like you know being all like hoity-toity and getting you know um you know fine chocolate you know that's expensive from like the expensive store you know like making honey like don't even worry about that shit the ratio of honeycomb to chocolate on a crunchy or a violet crumble is perfect you just beat beat the shit out of it before you even open it it's so easy and it crushes it all up and then you open the packet and tip it in and it's all shardy and all broken up and then you put it into your butter and you've got to beat the shit out of the butter too because it whips the butter greatest thing i've ever heard hands down so genius (laughs) yeah try it let me know (laughs) okay this is this is sometimes a controversial one and given that you are a tomato sauce practitioner um tomato sauce fridge or pantry uh fridge and i don't think it needs to be i think it's just habit what about your favorite quick snack wouldn't say I'm much of a snacker, but if I was to be popping anything into my mouth throughout the day that wasn't lunch or dinner, would be probably, um, you know, tidbits, like we call them chef treats, and they're like little offcuts or little bits of something that you're making, and sometimes they can be bomb and sometimes they can just be like, yeah, okay, I'm hungry. Um, for me, it's always obviously desserty and sweetie, so it would be, you know, if I'm baking cookies or like, you know, a slab of cake or something like that, um, I'll always break bits off of it and eat it and snack on it during the day, um, which isn't, you know, hugely healthy. Like I'm not saying, you know, ooh, I snack on goji berries and pistachios or anything. It's probably a really bad snack. But um, it's always around and I'd be popping that into my mouth. At the moment I'm making a graham cracker um, cookie to go through caramel ice cream. And the smell of it's insane. The second I smell it, everybody comes floating in. It's like children of the corn. Like they sort of come (laughs) floating into the back area and they're like, oh, I can smell it coming out of the oven. And I'm like, get out of here. Go away. It's not for you. And I'm like, it's too hot. Go away anyway. Come back later. But when I'm breaking it up and putting the container before I blitz it up, I'm popping it into my mouth. So I can't really talk. (laughs) Okay. What do you eat out of the jar? Oh, it would probably be cornichons. I reckon I snuck on cornichons out of the jar, um, like the little the little baby ones. I reckon if I have those out and I'm using them for anything, that would be something that I um, pick out of the jar and pop into my mouth because they're little and they're, you know, little tidbits and they're so yummy. And I love vinegary things like that too, um, pickles mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, definitely like a little, a little baby cornichon. And what do you buy in bulk? Um, sushi rice. Mm. has to be sushi rice we go through a lot of sushi rice in our house um and it's not for making sushi (laughs) we just we I love uh we love doing you know we love Japanese food in general but one of my sort of things I do with you know I'll get like a piece of fish from the markets and just pan fry it and we'll do steamed um sushi rice or Japanese rice and do um take some furikake over the top of it um just like a little bit of Japanese seasoning and then like a little, you know, cucumber salad or something like that. It's a bit of an easy dinner for us. And, um, yeah, so definitely um, I buy, you know, five kilo bags of sushi rice. We don't go through it really quickly. But, um, yeah, I don't think I buy anything in bigger bags than than that. Okay, last question. What's the next thing you will probably eat? Dinner, which is which is coming out of the oven hopefully 10 or 15 minutes after we wrap this up. And I, I have prepared it um, and it's a take on my favourite pizza. So um, what I do is I get puff pastry 
and it's like I guess it's like I guess in the chefy world you'd call it like a galette so it's like a tart but it's flat so it's just a flat piece of puff pastry and then I slice potatoes on a mandolin and lay them all over it and then I'll do big blobs of cheese so I've got Taleggio out there tonight and then um, strip some rosemary off the, the stalk and scatter that on it and then olive oil and salt and pepper and bung that into the oven um, and yeah cook until it's golden and we're having that with Greek salad tonight so yeah. That sounds amazing. Oh, well, we won't hold you back from going to devour that. But um, thank you so much for joining us on Ingredipedia Bites. It was so interesting. I'm absolutely buying a violet crumble on my way home and doing that um, pancake chopping. So good. I want to hear all about it. Tell me how you go. Thanks for listening. Just quickly, if you have an idea for someone we should interrogate about their eating habits, let us know by sending us a message on Instagram at Ingredipedia or on our website, ingredipedia.com.au. See you next time.